Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I Know This Much Is True After Show. I am your moderator, Sean McHugh. With me, of course, is the lovely Alyssa Dickert. She is a fan of all things HBO. Hello, Alyssa. Hello, I'm very excited to uh, be talking about this show, crazy show, first episode. <laughs> wow, wow, we got we got lots to talk about. So let's just let's just get right into it. Overall thoughts, Alyssa. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? I mean, I felt like this show, this episode was very heavy. I mean, I knew watching the um, you know the promo that it was going to be you know a dark a dark show, but I didn't know that they were going to lay this much on you within the first episode. Um, overall, I did think it was really good, especially if you like um, the, this type of genre. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I, you know, from the trailer, I was like, okay, this is going to be heavy. But I was, <laughs> I definitely was not prepared for this level of heavy. This is, I mean, it's almost, it's almost hard to watch sometimes. Like, that's how intense this thing is. Yeah. Um, but no matter what, it's good drama, so we're going to talk about it. Yes. Uh, so it's interesting because we are in 19, about 1989 is what I was figuring mm-hmm. out. Uh, so President Bush is uh, yep. the, the first one. The, uh, president Bush Sr. is president. George, I'm sorry, George Sr. is president. Um, and so that's to kind of give us a time frame of, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, we don't have cell phones like we do now and stuff like that or at, at all, really, barely. At that yeah. Point. Um, so it's always interesting for me to to kind of be in that in a different time zone than we are now, especially with all our technology and you know seeing people on corded phones is always <laughs> it's always like oh what is that yeah, oh, I, exactly. I remember those things <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously it's like throwback even though it really doesn't seem like 1990 was that long ago 1989 but it's yeah it was a long time ago <laughs> yeah I mean it's 20 it's like 31 years ago oh my god I'm old. Um, uh, so, okay. So we have, we have these two brothers. Ours, obviously we, we should start by saying Mark Ruffalo is playing twin brothers and he's not just playing twin brothers that look exactly alike. He's playing brothers that are 30 pounds different in weight. Yeah. Right? Which so. is, yeah, it seems, you know, it's very interesting that they look so different, even though it's the same person. Like I felt like watching the show it didn't bother me, you know, like how sometimes when two actors are twins and they play, you know, the same role and within this show, it was both their characters. I felt, it felt like it was a different person. It didn't seem like I was seeing Mark Ruffalo both times on the right. screen. I don't know if it was the same for you. No, it's funny. Cause actually, and uh, just a quick teaser on our news segment, I will be uh, talking a little bit more in depth about that and, and his process on that. But uh, mm-hmm. you're right. Absolutely it does not seem like, you know, they just put a wig on 
on the same actor or, or gave him a goatee and all of a sudden it's a different guy. Like these are two very different people and characters. Uh, so, you know, Mark Ruffalo is doing an amazing job. Amazing. That being said, I still am not convinced that I like either one of these brothers. <laughs> no, they like it's it was crazy to me because obviously, you know, that um, there's the mental health issues. But then um, Dominic has a lot of issues as well with his own, even though he doesn't have mental health issues, just like, you know, being there for his brother. It seems like, you know, from this first episode that you were able to see the love he has for his brother, but he has a lot of baggage, you know, himself just in a different way. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this navigates throughout the series. This season. Um, yes. Very well, very well said that. Yeah. Uh, no one. And I, I do like that though, that like no one is immune, right? Like nobody's perfect. We all have stuff going on. Obviously with Thomas, who's a paranoid schizophrenic, mm-hmm. it's like, there's a microscope on him, right? Because he is, everything is just out there. He has no filters. He doesn't have anything, you know, keeping him from just putting it all out there as, uh, as where, where Tom, or I'm sorry, Dominic is more like the rest of us that we, we have filters. We have ways of kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, being in society. Um, uh, but it doesn't mean we don't have issues. So, so how about the way we start this, Alyssa? Literally like chopping off your own hand. What? And I always get weird about seeing like blood, even though I like watch shows that have our little gory. Like I was not expecting that was like the first scene. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. At first I wasn't sure what he was doing. If he was going to go around and start like swinging the knife at people or I didn't know. And then when I saw him cutting off his hand, I was like, are you, are you serious right now? Like this is actually happening. It was, I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they definitely led us maybe to believe because he's like praying and he's like, gonna, I'm going to sacrifice something. So like, we're like, what are you going to sacrifice? Once he held that thing up and I was like, I mean, he was almost like Sweeney Todd, right? Up there, like he's got his knife and he's going to, he's going to get somebody. But then he turns it on himself. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I don't know if people realize like what it would be like to cut off your mm. own hand. Like that I mean, the, I thought, okay, he'll get, he'll get it, he'll get it in, and then it, that'll be it. But then he's sawing away, like he is determined, and of course he does it. And I was just like, wow, what? Where are we at right now? What are we watching? I don't, I don't know how to feel. I am very confused. And whoo, same. It's almost like I feel they wanted to paint the picture of just how his paranoid schizophrenia really impacts him because we know right away, like, okay, this is a heavy, like, this is a a serious thing that he is battling and, you know, obviously has battled his whole life. So it just kind of like paints that picture of like, you know, what, what's been going on. And we don't know if this is, I mean, obviously I would think that this is like the worst thing that he's done, but we don't even know yet. We don't know. That was our first introduction to him. (laughs) That's a great point. We don't, we don't know if, right, if this is, the third worst thing, or is it, you know, the first, I think we're going to find out. Um, so then it's very interesting. Of course, the doctors want to put it back to on and he mm. doesn't want them to. He even says, if you sew it back, I will just whip it off. So he begs his brother, Dominic, to not sign the waiver. And obviously we see that, that Dominic is torn. You know, yeah. he, I, I, you think, of course, put it back on. But then he has, we find out later, like, you know, 
he says this is the one thing he has control of. So yeah. talk a little bit about that, Alyssa, because that's a very interesting moment for me. No, that was very interesting. And I'm glad that you brought that up because when I saw him almost get ready to sign it, but then, you know, go back and listen to his brother just screaming, no, no. And when he decided not to, I was like, what? You would think in my head, I was, I was just, I was shocked. I was like, you would think that that would be the decision because, you know, he's his caretaker. He doesn't have a mental illness, you know, and, and then later on when his stepdad brought that up, like, I, you know, I, I can't believe you didn't even try. And the control thing, I was like, wow. I mean, I, I just think that that really showed how much he does care about his brother and just wants him to feel like he has some sort of, you know, like, like he's, like you said, like control in his life. That was just, it was like already the first episode. Like that was like, felt like a, a big moment for, mm. um, between the two brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love when he's like, when he's, uh, Thomas says to him, he's, he says, thank you. If mom were here, she'd thank you. Yeah. Um, where you're like, oh man, this is, this is deep. Yeah. And... Um, so then we find, okay, so we'll move, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. We find, so now we're going to go back a little bit, right? That they're going to give us a little bit of the past and, and how, you know, how since we've gotten here. And we find out that they were literally born on both sides of New Year's. One was on the like 11, I don't know, 57 of the 31st. The first. other was born on like the first, right? So literally they're this New Year's. So of course they make the news. They're twins born on both sides of the New Year. Um, so of course, so for me, that already puts them in this kind of like, you know, different category mm-hmm. in, in a way, just because like I say they're twins and then this takes it up to even another level. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, we find out that, you know, the stepdad, uh, he's a, I wrote down that he's a gem. Uh, <laughs> and I, and I meant that sarcastically, obviously. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, that first scene that we see them as kids with the dad? Yeah, that was hard for me um, to see that because we had already had seen, you know, Thomas and his cutting off of the hand and then we go backwards and then we're like, wow, from a young age, he was already, you know, being called out for, you know, being different when the altercation at the table, it just, you kind of saw that, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like you kind of saw that there was already something, you know, a little off and having mm-hmm. a dad that just kind of, the stepdad that just kind of like shut him up. It's like, hello, he needs help. Like he's not, you know, he's, he needs help. And I just felt like you already kind of see that you don't have that support from a family unit, mom, stepdad, that you would need to take care of someone that's battling something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, it's also that thing of like, this is probably like the mid to late seventies. Yeah. You know, uh, we're not too sympathetic, like different. This means bad and Mm -hmm. it means you're a troublemaker. And it's like, just, you know, that whole thing of, I don't want to see any tears and like that, that way of parenting, obviously, like, it's just so, it's it's so unfortunate that like that, you know, these weren't the only kids that were parented that way, unfortunately. And mental Um, illness. Yeah. It was so, I mean, I feel like just now it's becoming more open to talk about. um, And back then, I feel like it was even more taboo. Like no one wanted to admit if 
their child had, you know, a problem. So. Um, so now we get, uh, we, unfortunately, mom, of course, you know, because we can't have it. We haven't had enough drama yet. Mom has, gets, develops breast cancer and, you know, is given a short leash on life. And so, you know, uh, Dominic wants to do something for her. He starts trying to redo the kitchen. She doesn't want to do that. She then gives him this manuscript by his mm -hmm. grandfather, all in Italian, and kind of says, I've been saving this for you. But that was an interesting gift for me. I was like, wow, that was the, I, I, I swore we were going to talk about his real dad, right? Like, yeah. I, this is, like that was the big reveal. And it's like, no, here's this Italian manuscript that your grandfather wrote. Um, talk about a little bit of that, that, that moment of the reveal in the box and the whole thing. Yeah, that was, um, that was definitely something because he had been, even at a very young age, we saw that he was asking about his biological dad and, you know, just kind of her handing over that manuscript. I feel like it was, it's great. Um, <laughs> like for him to find out more about his past, but I don't think what he was, he was hoping for. Um, yeah. But I'm really interested because we kind of got little clues about potentially what it might be about. But it should be really interesting because I feel like there are patterns that probably stemmed from the past that kind of are reoccurring and maybe might find out more about, you know, why the family dynamic is the way that it is now. Um, so I'm interested to see what unfolds of that. But that is very unclear, too, because that's a whole nother thing that... Yes. We were introduced I, to another character. <laughs> that seems well, a little. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I love I love your your point though about um, we might get some revealing about where you know their crazy might come from or or whatever their 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 issues. Uh, I hadn't thought about that, so that's a great point. Thanks for bringing that up. I love that. Um, yeah. So of course he's like, oh, I gotta get this thing translated, and we are introduced to Juliet Lewis as an <laughs> Italian scholar. <laughs> So at first I was like, really? We're really pushing it here, making Juliette Lewis an Italian scholar. And then of course, once we reveal, oh, that's why we got Juliet, because nobody does crazy like Juliette Lewis. Yes. Um, and wow, this, this, from the moment we see her, like there's this, there's an energy about her mm -hmm. where you're like, you're intrigued, but you're terrified at the same time, right? Um, you're like, so, what's going to happen here? Yes, like you never like take for granted when when she is on the, the screen. Uh, I will definitely give her that. I mean, I, I like her. I like her as an actress. I think she's great. Me too. Yeah, um, same. Uh, but there is always that that danger factor with her that any minute something could happen. And they delivered on that promise because, uh, well, I like too that, you know, she tries to be professional with, with the whole, as she's translating. And then, and then talk about talk about what when she finally gets emotional. I this is a great moment. Talk about that. Um, yeah, like, um, that was uh, very interesting for me. Like, are you talking about like when she showed up at his? Uh, oh no, sorry. Before that, when, oh. when he kind of makes her like, well, what kind of guy is this? Yes. Oh yeah. She just starts saying like, you. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you kind of get like a hint of what he might be. Like, I wouldn't let him around my kids, and you're like okay, well, you've obviously read some, tell me like a little more. And you could just tell that Dominic is like, okay, lady, like I paid you for the service. Let's uh, right. get it going. So I should like kind of let like 
on the edge of your seat a little bit like okay we want to know you've obviously like read through it most of it maybe so that was um yeah that was interesting part for me yeah well and of course then it's like uh well there goes my gift to my mom yeah like, there the whole purpose of this was my for my mom to read it and now it's like this guy's a chauvinistic a-hole yeah maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't give this to mom as a gift on her deathbed nonetheless wow you know, um, she's gone so many years, like not really knowing what was in there, but maybe it's because she kind of knew that past too. You know, we don't, we don't really know, but yeah. Well, no, I, uh, I think that you're right. I mean, you know, she was, she was tight lipped about dad. So, um, I, again, I think you're right in that when all this comes out, we're going to, we're going to hear, we're going to find out why. Um, okay, cool. So then, <laughs> wow. Then she, then she shows up. Yes, and, uh, and and apparently had her big gulp of crazy with her, because wow, the turn that she does is just well. First of all, she just you know she just totally comes on him, forces her way into the house, and then gets mad when he's a little nervous. Yeah, got a break. I it was you know, and I was trying to figure out too. Like she seemed. Do you think she had already been drinking a little bit before she mm. even came over? Because I was like why would she just show, I don't know. It just seemed like odd that she, you know, she had that little like excuse, you know, kind of like why she came up and he's like, well, how did you get my, how did you know where I live? And you're like, okay, there's some, there might be like a little loose screw here somewhere. And then she like made a scene, the more drinks and, oh, wow. That was, uh, and he was just trying to be a nice guy. And yeah. like, take you home. And then, oh my gosh. So we I mean, definitely learn more about her character for sure about, you know, some of the demons she has in her closet. I mean, probably the nicest he is the whole episode <laughs> is with her and he gets nothing but, you know, crapped on for it. I mean, literally like, and it, I love the choice of the, the, the director, whoever made the choice of literally keeping the Wham song playing loudly <laughs> during this whole break and insane scene yeah like, it's this weird thing where you're like what's going on but i still want to kind of move a little bit to the song I'm like yeah <laughs> it's going on i know that was oh my gosh definitely a uh interesting scene yeah so you know um now we have a lot of kind of going to visit mom she's not mm -hmm. doing well but thomas is not ever going in to see her it's this weird thing where he'll kind of get to yeah. the door but not go in and you know they don't really explain it too much it's almost like he's just he can't even deal with it and it's like he's almost it's almost like he's he knows what's going to happen so he's just kind of moving on I, I don't know yeah I mean, or in denial you know and obviously I think that him and his mom had a better well, maybe not, but it seems like just knowing the stepdad mom dynamic that the mom was his more so su support. So I don't, it was, it was interesting. It seems like he just didn't want to, you know, I was expecting too, when he had found out that she had passed away, that there would be, I guess, more emotion. Yeah. It was almost less. Yeah, it was very interesting to me about like, well, can I have that collage back that I gave to her? I was like, oh my goodness, like what? Like you're, you just found out that your mom passed away. 
Um, like, I don't know how that was for you when you saw that. No, it was funny because my first thought was if I was Dominic, I would have like slapped the thing out of his <laughs> hand and be like, what are you talking about? But I don't have a paranoid schizophrenic brother that I've been dealing with my whole life. So, you know, that's the thing. Like, there's a relationship there. And, you know, I think Dominic is always going to be the caretaker. Um, and, you know, he's going to be the one person that lets him have a voice, lets yeah. him have an opinion that doesn't just dismiss him uh, as a crazy guy. And, you know, I think that, you know, no matter what, it's his brother. And, yeah. you know, family is family. So yeah. I, I, I like that they, you know, that he reacted the way he did. It's not how I would have reacted, but like, like again, I, I'm not in that position. Yeah, having um, like grown up, you know. With and it was, and I, like it's very interesting too what, what he says, because, you know, Dominic's like, I'm just, I'm sorry. And, and he said, it's not your fault, Dominic. It was God. Mm -hmm. um, so to me, it's like, oh, wow, this is all going into his head, which is going to lead up to, you know, the chopping off of the hand almost. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, and that's too, and that's what's interesting too, because we're trying to, they kind of keep jumping around timeline. So mm -hmm. we're, it's, it's always hard for me when they jump around within like three years, as opposed to 20. Right. Yeah. Because um, I was so, confused for a second. I was like, wait a second, where are we? You know, like this happened like, yeah. That they jumped um, around like that. It was kind of like, at first I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, I mean, again, this, this show is, is very heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and, but I guess that at the same time, you could argue it's very realistic. Like mm -hmm. they are not sugarcoating anything. No. And, you know, I, I, I don't think it's going to get easier. I think it's going to get harder. <laughs> I do too. Cause, because I think that, you know, we, we kind of find out, as episode goes on a little more about, you know, Dominic, how he, you know, had a wife and that sort of thing, you know, he's had like a love, you know, he's had a family, maybe just a wife. And then now he doesn't, what happened there? How is, you know, now that the mom's gone, how is he going to heal from, from that as well as take care of his brother and try to take care of himself because you know, like losing a parent, I, I haven't lost a parent, but you know, losing someone that's close to you, you have to do your own healing as well. But it's like his brother can't heal, you know, his, he has to take care of his brother too. So it's going to be so, so interesting to see what plays out. Um, oh, it's, it's funny you say that. Uh, I actually have lost a parent um, and I had to be kind of the responsible one. You know, um, I kind of, you know, went to funeral and everything, not to get too much into it, but it was just that, like, I'm the older brother. I have to do, be in charge. I kind of, and it wasn't in really until like a couple weeks later that I was kind of finally allowed to breathe and grieve, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, I just thank God for my wife in that, in that time, because she was like, finally, I'm going to, someone's going to take care of you now, Sean. So, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that. he doesn't really have that. Like you said, because it's not just like, oh, it's I'm taking care of like it's it's a huge thing to take care of his of his brother. It's not a casual, you know, just make sure he gets fed and, you know, has a roof over his head. You know, it's it's a it's a nonstop job. Um, so you're right. It's it's a lot to take in. And then uh, and then having been recently divorced, it seems like mm -hmm. or at least separated. I think they're divorced. I think. That's yeah, what said, right? I think he said ex-wife. Ex yeah, yeah. Who's of course being played by Catherine Hahn. 
um, who, who I love. Mm, yeah, um, same. And they had, let's, just, let's talk about that scene because that was a really nice scene they have in the parking lot where, yeah. you know, you really got a sense of they still love each other, but mm -hmm. they're not really right for each other, probably more because of him. Um, but that she has like a love for his brother and his family, mm -hmm. you know, so talk about, talk about that scene a little bit. No. Yeah. I mean, I think that again, out of all the scenes throughout the show, um, that was one of the ones that was a nice touching moment, just knowing that, you know, he, as much as she's not, you know, in the picture day to day, she did show up in a time that it was important knowing that, you know, his mom meant something to both, to both of them. And knowing, probably knowing that Dominic's now going to be the sole caretaker of Thomas. And so I, I mean, I felt like it was a special moment and you kind of got the dynamic of their relationship too. That doesn't seem completely, you know, ill will. There's, there's still, like you said, love there. So it was nice to see, to see that. Yeah. It's funny, what, what, when he leaves it for the kiss, I was like, really, bro? Like, this is so inappropriate. Like, I know. But, so I just, oh, in my mind, I was just like, man, these people are effed up. Yeah. Uh. But he just was, I mean, I just feel like he's just going through so much and he just like wanted a sense of like love or something, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, him and his stepdad don't have a great relationship. Oh. It just seems like he was like just seeking for something. And in that moment of, whatever he was feeling and just like tried to reach out just to get something some yeah. sort of affection no that's a great point because he hasn't gotten much affection re recently and obviously you know there's a history there at one point there was affection so you know desperate times um and i thought she handled it well you mm -hmm. know like that thing of it's all right just please don't do that again yeah um uh okay so let's let's move on to the to the end. So when, I don't know about you, Alyssa, but when, as soon as the handcuffs went on Thomas, mm. my radar, you know, the, my radar went off like, mm, something isn't right here. This, this, this isn't going to just go like we think it's going to go. Yeah. I, um, it was set up to kind of think like, oh, I'm just going to wait, you know, for my brother to get transferred back. I just want to be here for him. And then all of a sudden when they pulled that out I was like uh-oh I, I I knew immediately I was like I don't think he's going to be going back to the same place that he was before I think that they're going to send him somewhere else and that's what ended up ended up happening and that was just another sad scene I was like oh my gosh no one can catch a break <laughs> like <laughs> totally <sighs> yeah I mean like the and it's and it's man it's like I don't know how these guys like the guys in, in the, cause I want to say it's like almost like a psychiatry ward, right. Or mm -hmm. insane, I'm not a saying asylum because we don't have those anymore in theory. Um, but it definitely some kind of, you know, as soon as he heard what, where they were going, he was like, Oh no, no, I'll, they'll kill oh, me there. Yeah. And um, so I always like think about the people that work at these places. Like, mm -hmm. do you just kind of remove your soul as you clock in or like, how does that work? You know, like, cause you just, I just feel like, and I guess you get immune to it to some degree, but it just seemed like they were, they were ready to like, they had no empathy, no sympathy. It was just like, we're taking this dude. We got the papers. 
we don't care about you and your doctor and all that stuff. So it was just like, oh my God. And yeah, that was hard to see. That was hard to see too, just because you, you know, even though it was just the first episode, you start, you feel, you feel for, for Thomas, like you feel for him. You're like, you know, he was born with, with this. And all he wants to do is go back to his other place where it seemed like he had like a little bit of a job and different things he could do. And then they're going to take him to a place where he literally says he's going to, they're going to kill him after he lost his hand. It's just like, Oh my goodness. It's just, I'm. Uh... Yes. I was, uh, I think like yourself, I was emotionally drained after watching this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good way to, that's like a really good way to put it because I, I feel the same way. It was a great it seems like it's going to be a great show, but definitely one that's uh, pretty heavy and have to be in the right mindset to want to watch, um, watch, watch it. Yes. You definitely have to be geared up for this one. Um, all right. So let's, let's get a little bit lighter here. Let's switch okay. over. Let's uh, let's get to our special segment. Alyssa. Take yes. It. So I was noticing because I love HBO that it seems like a lot of their um, series are based off of TV shows. So I thought it'd be interesting just to kind of showcase some of uh, four of the ones that are based off of that um, Game of Thrones, which I'm is... sorry, you said off of, you mean off of books, you mean off of books, off of books. Sorry. Yes, yeah. Okay. I misspoke. I was looking over at my notes. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Wait, like, wait a, a second, show. it is a TV <laughs> show, yeah, my bad, um, yeah, off a book, so Game of Thrones is one of them, mm, um, that, uh, by A Song of Fire and Ice by George, uh, R.R. R. Martin, uh, Big Little Lies, which, uh, has the same name, uh, as a book by Leanne Morardi, uh, The Outsider, mm. uh, which was, released I feel like a couple months ago um that was by Stephen King and Sharp Objects um which is by Jillian Flynn so those four shows are all ones that I watched and I loved so that's why also I was so interested in this show because I feel like a lot of their series are really are really good uh the ones especially based off a book so it's just interesting because I I had known I didn't know that all of those were based off of books, even though I've watched them. So. Oh, nice. Well, what's nice too about a series is that it can really more encompass a book. The problem I think with a two hour movie, mm -hmm. when they try to make a book into a two hour movie, it's just, you can't do it. But with a series, you know, you really can stretch things out, develop characters and develop storylines. And so I really, I mean, for me, you know, the, the, the 10 episode arc is, is the best way to tell a story yeah. these days. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. We're there. only going to get six with this one. And I, I can't say I'm mad about that because I don't know if I can take 10 of these. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but um, Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And I yeah. look forward to the uh, to your next one. Next mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So on to news. So I found this cool article in Variety uh, yeah. about inside Mark Ruffalo's transformation into twins for obviously for the show. Um, and it was very, it was very interesting. I'll just kind of give, um, some, some highlights. Uh, they talk about, well, one, he talks about, um, having, having worked with Stella Adler and how much that training was about imagination. Um, because 
you know, he talks about being the Hulk, you know, like I'm in this green mm -hmm. room with this thing on my head and I have to imagine what's going on. And then even with this too, um, in order for him to do this, well, first of all, he did, he did all the Dominic stuff, lost weight, lost 30 pounds. No, I'm sorry, lost 15 pounds, did all the Dominic stuff. And they had another actor playing, you know, uh, his brother. And then he gained 30 and oh then goodness. shot all the other stuff. But what he did also was like, they had some face stuff going on for when we saw the other actor, mm -hmm. you know, so it was another actor being the body and then he was eventually, but they did the thing with the face and, you know, with all the screen screen stuff they can do and all that. So it was very fascinating. And uh, the fact that like, you know, what a challenge as an actor to be able to do this. And they really didn't want it to be that gimmicky, you know, goatee or take off the wig and now mm -hmm. I'm the other guy, you know, they really wanted it to be a different uh, character. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of the actors, you know, and the crew people, when he came back as Thomas, you know, 30 pounds heavier, it was like, oh my God, it's a different person. Yeah, that was, I'm, I'm glad that you like brought up this article because I was wondering about that too, because I was like, wow, like this weight gain looks like realistic. And obviously it was real. So I was wondering in my head, as I was watching, you know, like, I wonder how they shot this because they couldn't have done it, you know, together yeah. because it does look, it looked so realistic. So that's so, that's so interesting. And, you know, I love Mark Ruffalo and everything that he's, you know, been in. And so seeing, seeing him play two characters, completely different characters that he's doing an amazing job. Yeah. And it's, and then it's funny, the director even commented saying that like when he was Dominic, uh, he was kind of a bear to be with on set. But then when he was Thomas, he had to like, he was super sensitive and had to treat him with kid gloves. So, you know, Mark really took these characters on um, in a way that I think uh, not everybody could do. So yeah. um, hats off to him. But yeah, so that's a variety article. We'll, we'll put that, we'll put a link to that in the, uh, in the notes too. So you guys can go check that out. All right. Moving on to predictions. <laughs> Ooh, they dropped a lot on us here. You're after Buzz TV predictions. All right, so they dropped a lot on us here, Alyssa. Yeah. So uh, where do you think we're going? What like what are your some thoughts of what's going to happen? More bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think, you know, they kind of set it up. He, you know, uh, Dominic's going, or Thomas is going to a place that he doesn't want to be at. And um, what happened to Nedra um, with the transcript? Um, mm. You know, I'm, I'm very curious to see, like, you know, what, ha what happens next. I mean, I, I feel like that's going to be something that pops back up what it what it looks like next for um for the brother going to the place where he says it's going to kill him so i don't i don't know it's hard it's hard to tell because i'm, I'm like i just feel like it's just gonna be more overload <laughs> what about for you um i think we're gonna get a lot more of the journey to here then because mm -hmm. obviously we have them as little kids and yeah. I'm, I'm actually really interested in in that dynamic like i want to see more of them too alone together as little as young kids as brothers you know obviously we've seen majority of this episode was them as older um oh, yeah, because that. obviously this you know this 
this relationship has developed. So I'm interested to see the beginnings of that. Uh, also, I think we are definitely going to find out who the real father is and what that story is. And I'm very intrigued by that. So me too. Um, and why, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and why, you know, the mom wanted to keep him a secret from them. Mm. Yeah. So that should just definitely, it's, it's going to be good. Yes. But I think you said it uh, in the beginning, it's going to be a lot of bad. Yeah. The bad is going to be good. I think. Yes. <laughs> I do agree because I'm, you kind of, as much as like we were saying how heavy this episode was, it makes me want to keep watching it because mm -hmm. I want to know what happens and I want to know, you know, how this plays, like how this plays out. Sure. So awesome. All right, Alyssa, where can we find you? Yes. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, uh, Twitter at Alyssa Dickert. And that's pretty much it. What about you? I am on the gram at SeanStar75, on Twitter at Gorilla Suit Sean. Uh, you can also catch me on the Mrs. America After Show and the Council of Dads After Show. Uh, so check me out there. Thank you so much for watching. Please like and subscribe. Uh, engage yourself in the chat, guys. We'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Did you think this was as heavy as we did? Um, all the things, do them all. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Thanks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.